What's happening, everybody? Welcome to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Rodney Cooper, and joining me, as always, Brandon Whitehair. What's up, guys? What's going on, guys? Season's starting to slow down, starting to get in the Christmas spirit everybody is. <laughs> Not much racing to talk about right now, but we're still, we're still here. We're still talking a little bit. I'm pretty sure... Mr. Whitehair was at a uh, motocross track this weekend, and we got that to talk about. Got a little bit of uh, news in the GNCC off-road world to talk about, and um, we're just going to kind of dumb around with you guys for a little bit here today. Yeah, hopefully you're, uh, you'd like to hear some bull crap. So. <laughs> we're absolutely full some, of it. Some, some good BSers <laughs> right here, I'm telling you. What'd you get into this weekend, buddy? Uh, let's see, this weekend, me, um, my nephew Jonathan, and my buddy Dan, we went up to Tomahawk MX up in Hedgesville, West Virginia, one of the nicest motocross facilities in West Virginia um, right now. Beautiful place up there. They added a bunch of sand to that track. If you've never been up there, or if you've been up there, you know how soft it usually is with all the mulch and stuff but he has it's not getting ready to host the motocross of nations is it (laughs) i wouldn't think but um it's a pretty awesome track up there but they he had added a bunch of sand up there and unfortunately we didn't see that it was supposed to get some rain up there the night before (laughs) i don't think it was in the forecast so when we got there it was it, it the dirt looked phenomenal from like our view and we got on the track and i was like Oh, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but uh, it, like, it's so deep up there because he, you know, he adds mulch, sawdust, sand all year round. He just dumps it on there and mm-hmm. keeps dumping it and rips it and dumps it. So it gets real rutted up there and, you know, just real soft. And um, it's pretty cool because um, when I was up there, I guess AJ Catanzaro oh, rides up there a lot. Really? Yeah, he actually does training, cor- um, okay. training up there. Um, but he actually, I guess the guy that, runs a track i can't think of his name right now built him a professional supercross track off to the side for him sweet. to train up there sweet dude this is big did you go ride it no i guess you have to get <laughs> you're probably not allowed to ride it you, are you if you want to ride it yeah i guess you have to talk to aj catanzaro and then he has to watch you ride to mm-hmm. see if you're even you would have made the cut i'm sure I wouldn't want to make the cut. <laughs> <laughs> was it legit? Oh, yeah, it's legit. Like, the whoop section was probably about, I want to say, 15, 20 whoops long, about knee to waist high. <laughs> really? Was he up there riding it? No, he wasn't riding it. Um, I think he was actually at Bud's Creek this weekend while we were there. I saw him post a video. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it, it was a pretty nice place up there. And I'm, I think I think his name's Chad. I think Chad keeps it uh, – tries to keep the track open all year round. So Sweet. If it's cold – and you know if it gets nice you can there's a lot it. of there's a lot of times in in West Virginia that we have the weather that you know during the winter that you could actually ride and not have to uh worry about shoveling snow off the track i mean here lately we've been having some pretty mild winters so so that's pretty cool that he's trying to keep it open as long as possible yeah I, actually i'm pretty sure in february i think it was like my my membership card for because you have to get a membership up there said so like last year like february 21st or 22nd was when i went up there this year so yeah so yeah i mean i've seen pictures in december and um january people up there riding so nice to give that a check um check that place out it's always good it's always great it's very good for your fitness because like i said the, the, the dirt is so deep you don't really have many places you can relax huh yeah you don't relax yeah. the bike's moving under you constantly i'll, I'll have to show you the video of me uh kind of sliding out and wrecking a little bit hey well how about we'll post it on the uh the, oh, yeah. the uh, Instagram page that way everybody I mean, can see it. If I can get the GoPro footage to get over to you, I'll I'll I'll, sh- I'll share it up. Be looking for that video <laughs> on our Instagram page later tonight or uh, tomorrow when the podcast actually gets posted. I mean, you can see my the damage from the ring finger. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to see this video now. <laughs> so, what'd you get into this weekend? Well, this weekend, um, I actually. Got to have a successful deer hunt. Uh, so um, I've been working my butt off here the past couple of weeks to try to find a decent buck um, up at some public property that I hunt. I'm not going to tell you guys where I hunt. but uh, um, You want to take any more big bucks from this guy here? Yeah, well, not many people are stupid enough to get into this area like I do. I go in there and, and go on a little kayaking trip at 5 o'clock in the morning and uh, uh, cross, cross this uh, body of water. Climbed up on top of this hill, and um, about 15 minutes after daybreak, a nice eight-point comes walking in through the fog and and uh, 
shot him. He only ran 10 yards and piled up. <laughs> Easy tracking job. Drug him straight down to the lake. Now, here's where it got interesting. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I made the mistake of gutting him before I took him Maybe across the before I took him across the, uh, the body of water. And um, he probably would have floated had I not done that. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to go across the lake, and uh, my dad brought me an extra life jacket. <laughs> and uh, we strapped a life jacket to him, and I drug him across <laughs> the lake behind the kayak. It was pretty, uh, uh, it was pretty redneck thing, but, uh, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Exactly. It exactly. Uh, made for a pretty cool story, so I was happy to do that. Uh, that didn't help my back at all. My back's been pretty... Uh, twisted up from that fall I had out of that, <laughs> out of that side by side last weekend, but I tell you what, hunting hunting trips are worse on you than racing. No, is. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Like my dad always been saying, like, oh, this racing you're gonna get yourself hurt, and lo and behold, he's the one that ends up hurting me <laughs> on a hunting trip. Uh, so yeah, that's that was my weekend. Um, getting ready to part ways with the old girl back here behind us today. Oh, so. Man. The old uh, TRX 450R. I wouldn't say it too loud. She might cough and spit on you when the guy comes and oh. picks her up. Yeah, I hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, don't worry. We're, we're going to be getting another bike here pretty soon. But, Hopefully uh, a Yamaha. You getting a Yamaha? We'll talk about it. <laughs> 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 no, not going to be a Yamaha. It's probably oh, going to be another man. TRX. How you not support? How you not support Yamaha? I know. Okay, listen. Jeez, here I'll we go. Ba- Josh Merritt's going to call back That's in and right. give me he give is. me hell for this. He is. <laughs> everybody is. I mean, besides. Well, not everybody. I mean, half the half of the guys racing are still racing Hondas. Yeah. So. Anyways, let's. We'll, I'll we'll give move you on. hell about it. We'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there was there was still some races going on this this weekend. Uh, what did you hear in the uh, world of uh, off road? Yeah. Um. The national Kendra National Enduro Series. Uh, Graham Baylor. Congratulations to you. You pulled off the um the championship for there. Um, I didn't get to watch a bunch of the uh, the you know the action all year la- all year round, but uh, I know um Stu and uh, Grant. And I think Thad went down for a couple couple mm-hmm. of races down there this year. Um, but those races are hard, you know, hard Dora, of course. Those races are intense. So uh, heads off to, to Grant Baylor for that, um, taking the championship in that. Um, anytime I hear Endoro, I kind of get nervous <laughs> and shaking at the knees a little bit. Cause what we were talking about before the uh, podcast started, I think it's wild and, and pretty amazing how many – series as these guys are able to compete in in one season and and compete the entire series um that's pretty awesome to see him win the championship but you know let alone actually being able to to race in all those races because you know he's got the he's got the gncc he's got the the full gas sprint sprints that he does um all season long and then now this too uh i mean these guys do nothing but race so (laughs) It's no wonder they're as good as they are when they when they spend that much time on the bike and that much time preparing uh, each and every weekend. Yeah, I mean, um, thank goodness that the way the GNCC works out and Sprint Enduro and then, you know, the Hard Enduro Series, um, they take a couple of weeks off in between. So it kind of gives these guys a little bit staggering of play them. to stagger yeah. them out. And then the, the um, ATV MX series, they do the same thing. They they stagger with uh, GNCC. See. So there's there's a few guys that um, oh. run both series. Yeah, like Leslie Wolf and, yeah. and those guys. That's a lot of traveling. It is. It's a lot of traveling. I don't know how you guys do it. but uh, Hats off to you guys. I have a hard time. I have a hard time completing <laughs> a local series. Um, I can't imagine completing two series in two different disciplines and needing two different types of bikes to be competitive. Yeah. So that's dedication. <laughs> yeah, I'm over here crying because, you know, my MX bike isn't very good for the woods. And, you know, I'm like, oh, I need a new bike. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, quad guys is even more of a yeah, drastic you change. Definitely need, you definitely need two different. Yeah. Machines. Yeah. Well, according to Josh Merritt, he he raced that A M or that uh, A class a couple years ago at south of the border on a um, on a uh, XC yeah. bike. Yeah, for sure. I but mean, uh, you could do you it. You could do it. I but mean. <laughs> <laughs> had tire balls and all. Probably weighed like ninety pounds more than <laughs> than a uh, than a MX bike. But that's just you know for fun. Yeah. These guys that do it for uh, running for points. Uh, you know, you got to have. The two proper machines for that I disciplines. Want, I just want to know how they afford it. Like, send me your guys' secrets because, I mean, I go for a weekend. It's like a, this for a local is like five hundred bucks easy. Mm-hmm. By the time you had gas, food, entry fees, 
you know, wife, kid. You're like, maybe you got like my daughter. She wants a t-shirt at every single yeah. event. So you're like, <laughs> well, man, that was just 500 bucks. I just had to drop to go to a one event. Yeah, no man. doubt. I understand. I understand <laughs> that completely. It's not, it's not a cheap spot. I can't. So here's my question is, is how do the guys afford racing like uh, late models and stock cars oh. and stuff like that? That's even on another yeah. level. You Cause those cars, like you're, you're talking about like a hundred grand car. Oh, well, you, you're, you're definitely taking out like a house loan, small loan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> and then you better hope you win some. I mean, unfortunately, like there, you know, in the stock car world, I know a little bit about it. Like you don't have to worry about an entry fee too much. You kind of, then you, you actually get some money back. Like, right, right. You know what I'm saying? You know, if you finish dead last, you're still probably getting. That reminds a me of, bit of, a, of, of a little story real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the time that we were in Bob Bob's garage, Bob Rittenhouse's garage? Yeah. Bob, all right, hold on. Bob Rittenhouse's Diaries coming to you. Straight from Bob Rittenhouse's <laughs> Diaries. So we're in his garage, and he's talking to us, and uh, um, we were talking about the neighbor. He said, uh, yeah, he races stock car, and um, he said, but he sucks. He's never <laughs> he's never won a heat, let alone let alone a, a main event or, or anything like that. He is just always the tail end of the, of the pack. And it wasn't 15 minutes later, his neighbor walks over, and we're standing there just BSing in Bob's garage and his neighbor. And uh, he goes, uh, hey, went to the races this weekend, Bob. And Bob's like, oh, yeah, how'd you do? He goes, I won. <laughs> I won the whole thing. And we all just start dying. Well, <laughs> 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 I was like, oh, really? That's awesome. <laughs> so and since we're in this, Bob, uh, the, the Rittenhouse Diaries here. Um, so I can't remember if you were there that night, but... Uh, I won't say his name, but we'll just say Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> he has to be unnamed. So if he calls in, we'll just call him Hollywood Adventure. You know, well, can we can we give people hints on who it may be? We'll just say JT Hollywood. JT Hollywood. There you go. The C class so, wonder whole shot. Oh man, I whole shot king, but piled up in the first turn. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so we're standing there, and, and um, I think we just did something to his bike, and he's standing there, and I, th- I think you were there that night, and he's sitting there revving his bike up, right? And then the dummy steps in and puts it in gear while the bike's <laughs> running. About about runs it clear through the garage, side mm-hmm. of the garage. Mm-hmm. It, and, and I'm pretty sure he's like connected to it. So it's dragging him into the garage with it. <laughs> just smashes the, the side of the garage. And you just see Bob's face like, you freaking retard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Anybody out there, I'm sorry. <laughs> so... Speaking of him, <clears throat> I got another story I want to tell. <laughs> what was that bottom section? That what, what would we name that bottom section down uh, at Pyramid? Uh, we used to going call into the, the old finish line. We used to call it the like the Daytona. Daytona. Section. Okay, I thought that's what we called yes. it. Do you remember his wreck in that section? Yes, I, he I started it, wrecking. <laughs> it was like it took a hundred yards for him to actually exit the bike. <laughs> <laughs> to, to give you a little background about Hollywood, all right, JT Hollywood here. So when we first you know, me and Cooper started racing, got in out there. And then, um, you know, so it was kind of like a group thing. You know, there was like four of us. That, so Jason's like, I'm going to go buy a quad. So he went and bought this. I will bleep out his name that you just oh, said. Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. <laughs> JT Hollywood. Okay. Yeah, you better bleep that out. He might. He might. Uh, he's going to be calling us tomorrow he's gonna be morning. Calling, yeah, yes. right? <laughs> so, so he's like, all right, I'm going to go buy a bike. But I'm not doing no racing. I'm not doing none of that racing crap. I'm not racing it. No. You know, straight oh, yeah, forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he goes and he finds a – um at the time, it was a YFZ X model, Bill Balance Edition, okay? Mm-hmm. Was it brand new? Brand new. Brand yeah, you know, you know, that. You know, you know, oh, yeah. you know oh, Hollywood. Yeah. We know Hollywood. No, you know. There's a reason why he has the name Hollywood. That's right. So, <laughs> brand new, brand new bike. And so, we, we, I think we went on a trail ride over at Craig's house mm-hmm. and had a good time. So, then at this time, Pyramid <clears throat> Valley was having Wednesday night practices. Yes. Man, I miss those days. Oh, man. Those, those were the times. best. Yes. I had... I had Almost more fun Wednesday nights than I did Saturday, just because it was just so much laid back, just yeah. so much fun. Yeah, just going out there and just yeah. like, hey, you know, let's, let's go, let's go put some good moto in. You yeah, know? yeah. So that's pretty much what Saturday was for me. But we'll get up there. So, <laughs> so we talk him into coming out. He's like, all right, just shut you guys up. I'm gonna come out and try it, but I ain't racing. Like, you ain't gonna get me to race. Meanwhile, this is also like what two weeks after he bought the bike, so this wasn't like yeah. he was like standing his ground for very long. And you know, he's rode a utility fooler, but that's you know never really a race <laughs> fooler. Okay, so all right, so he's like, I'm not doing it. I'll just come out and and I'm just gonna just ride. I'm like, okay, no pressure, no pressure. So we get him out there, 
and of course, anybody that races knows once you get out there on a motocross track or any kind of track at all, it's like it's addicting. The adrenaline starts the, kicking it, in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he comes off the track the first time and he's got that that big old grin on his face, you know, <laughs> like, man, that was fun. Yeah, yeah. I remember this. And then uh, I think Saturday he was sitting on the gate. <laughs> so back to your story. So, so he's <laughs> was this that first race? Yeah, this was the first race that he the first race, the very first race okay. he's ever raced. Yeah. Okay, so we're standing there cheering him on, you know, running from section to section, giving him the waving the <laughs> towel, you know, doing the whole thing, and he's actually not doing bad. Yeah. So he's coming into this this uh, Daytona section, and it's how would you describe this section? It was like rollers, but it was you could double them. Yes. Um, and then at yeah, so you had a little like some rollers, but we I think we were doubling through them. Yeah, we. Um, and then at the end of it, they had like a little <coughs> I call it a speed bump, pretty much <laughs> like a like a little <laughs> like a little speed bump, but it was it was just kind of like enough to like the kicker at butt in a little bit, and uh, so you good. So he comes, he hits that he hits that uh, he hits that little uh, speed bump as you call it, a little roller and. Uh, <laughs> He it bucks him up over the handlebars, and about that time, it's like his pants or his hips grab the throttle, and he just keeps going. <laughs> but he but his face is about kissing the bumper, and he's over the handlebars, <laughs> and he he goes oh. 60, 70 yards yeah. before he actually ends up going over into the swamp. <laughs> yeah. So so you hit this speed bump, and I think it was about the second or third lap. So you know, first time race. <laughs> motocross race if anybody's ever raced motocross out there you know how it is arm pumps in mm -hmm, sets in mm -hmm. can't hold on to the bars everything you got third lap that would have been his last lap too exactly, so yeah, 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 yeah so so the hand you know hits that bump weight gets thrown forward hands comes off the bars feet over his head at one point and his hip and pants hit the thumb throttle and then the banking of the turn you know <laughs> <laughs> it's right there so he goes up over the bank Heads on the heads on the front bumper, and there's a bunch of cattails over there. Yep. And we call this a cattail wreck. And this was after dark, mind yes, you. Yes, this is yeah, at night. So this, this lights is the are night, on. Lights on. Yeah. yeah, probably the last race of the night. Yep. And <laughs> we're thinking, I'm, I'm first in the we were running across the track. No one else is coming, you know. So we're running across. Next thing you know, he's getting up, and you hear the bike fire back up and take back off. <laughs> Just like, but he comes off the track. If I remember correctly, he comes off the track just a cussing yeah. us, like because it was our fault. Because yeah, we're the fault. ones that talked him into talked racing. Talked him into racing. Yeah. Yes, it's yeah. always our fault. Yeah, it's never his fault. No, never <laughs> his fault. And then the next week he shows up with like a twenty-six foot box trailer and <laughs> a sixteen foot box trailer and <laughs> <laughs> and uh, ready to go to the nationals and yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I, I remember when he bought the stuff for the bike. Here we came over and I think we're, I think he brought it up to my dad's garage or it might have been over Bob's. And we just start ripping headlights off of it and brake lights and kill switches. And he's just like, what the hell? <laughs> so so but, shout out to you, Mr. JT Yeah, Hollywood. Mr. Hollywood. Well, we got some more stories about Rhymes him. Rhymes with Schmation <laughs> <laughs> So we got, some good, we got some more stories about uh, Mr. Hollywood. I, yeah. There's some pretty funny ones that we, uh, I'll have to tell you about the time we went and got the, the graphics made. <laughs> I wasn't there. <laughs> oh, yeah, you wasn't there for this one. It was so funny. But uh, that's that's for next week's show. Yeah, let's get back into some serious business here. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so there's some big news in the off-road racing world. Um, the Ampro Yamaha team this week has announced their uh, their 2021 roster. And Surely <clears throat> for not, Stu Baylor wouldn't be on there, would he? Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> Shocking! They signed Stu Baylor for for 2021. I know this is breaking news to everybody, and they ha they couldn't believe that they actually signed him. But yeah, uh, I mean, Stuart Baylor is going to be on a Yamaha he, for 2021. And you, you would think you have to win more than what four to five races in a row before you would get signed. You think at least win like ten or something like that? Yeah, I mean, just I don't I, I don't know about that. <laughs> but. That's awesome to see. Yes. Uh, so Stu Baylor is going to be joining the Ampro Yamaha team along with Lane Michael. Um, Which is really good to see Lane still on the team. That's great. Yep. We, a lot of people weren't sure if Yamaha was going to be able to support two pro riders yeah. and stuff. So that's great. Shout out to Yamaha for you know keeping them both under the same tent and giving two good rides. Yeah, and they also have two other riders that, that, that need to be mentioned. Uh, in the XC2 class, they're going to be having Michael Wachowski, um, 
out of Indiana. He'll be back uh, riding for them um, in the XC2 class. And then for the women's class, uh, Rachel Archer is going to be uh, boarding the uh, Ampro Yamaha as well. So they got a full roster, and uh, I think that they're going into 2021 pretty confident that they could uh, potentially make a bid for each and every one of those championships. Yeah, I mean, um, Yamaha stacked. Uh, listen to that roster, man. I, I see, you know, if Stu comes out swinging like he did after the break and stays healthy, I mean, I don't see why he couldn't get a championship next year. And then <clears> the way Lane finished out the season, I mean, that that dude can, you know, that, that guy can fly. So um, he's still young and still learning. And um, as long as he can stay healthy and get out front some more, I, I mean, I, you know, I see a, you know, a lot of podiums coming their way. Yeah, absolutely. Lane Michael, um, he's definitely got the speed, and it's like one of those things that we talked about. We've talked about it on the quad side, but not quite as much on the uh, bike side about uh, the consistency mm-hmm. um, and not making that mistake that's going to cost you the race. Uh, and once he gets that part dialed in, I mean, the speed's there. Yeah. He's just got to put it together for three hours. You ever watch his form? His form, he is so far forward on the bike. Yes. It is insane. He was like that when he when he raced out at Pyramid. pyramid. Yes. I remember just aside from him being about a minute ahead of everybody, um, he stuck out with his form on the bike. Yeah. And it was it, it, like always in attack mode yeah, always. is he's, what I would consider. He's it. a tall, lanky guy anyways a little bit for a bike, but he – his head is always over the front number plate, which is great. I mean, but he's always there at that position. Mm-hmm. I've noticed, you know, I just noticed that little, you know, little things like that about guys. And um, so, like, just just the form is in- incredible. And then I say, I say it's why he works so well with that Yamaha, you know, mm-hmm. getting over the front of the bike and, and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, you know who it reminds me of? And this is just completely, you probably wouldn't even guess this, is, is Brett Music on the uh, Honda, Honda, on the, on the uh, TRX 450 Honda. Yeah. Uh, that kid, <laughs> he was darn near over the bumper with, with, his, uh, with his form. form yeah. And it was, it, so he always stuck out like a sore thumb, too. So that's what it reminded me of yeah, to relate to the quad world. When you, when you, when you see guys like that um, with form like that, man, in the tech position, you know those guys are going pretty fast. But the funny thing is, is, is Brett, he always was one of those guys, kind of like a Chad Weenan, that looked so smooth that he didn't look like he was going that fast. Yeah. But he was up front. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he was pulling away from people. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, back to the bike side that that's a good form to have it's in that attack mode attacking the track and uh i like to see i'd like to see him get up there and mix it up um obviously the more people up in the front of the class the merrier so uh that's going to be interesting to see i I think you know i think the as far as podiums go and wins go this year in the bike on the bike side uh it was pretty uh diverse this year it wasn't like your same you know, like KTM. the past couple, yeah, <laughs> KTM and Husqu- Husqvarna, uh, the past couple years with uh, Russell and Duvall, those guys would kind of break away <clears throat> and do their thing up front, and it was kind of like the same thing. You were expecting the same thing every single weekend, but this this year, you, didn't you know, know, Josh Strang could, could win one race and then have just as good of a run but finish in seventh like- the next race because, because the guys uh, uh, just, you know, have one mistake here or there, and it costs you five or six positions because everybody's right there stacked together. Yeah, which is kind of exciting to see is because usually when you talk about wood stuff, you hear, you know, you see the Australian bike, the Europe bike, KTM, Husqvarna, Gas Gash, you know, stuff like that. Those guys, have, those bikes have always been, that's kind of where they came from mm-hmm. is that side of racing. So, you know, it's pretty cool to see the Japanese side, the Yamaha, the Kawasaki, you know what I'm saying? You see those those brands come over that original from motocross side mm-hmm. yep. into the woods. Like Kawasaki, now they're making a woods bottle. So, you know, so it's pretty cool to see, which I think they're all switching over to next year, like Strang and all those guys. So I think they're all getting ready to do a lot of testing on that new 21. I think there's something to say about that as far as the manufacturer's recognition of the off-road racing world and how much it has grown. I've heard this argument a lot on different podcasts like Pulpamex, um, other bigger name podcasts that, you know, we're going to be rivaling here <laughs> yeah. someday. Uh, but anyways, uh, they've taken notice to the fact that guys enjoy being able to go out, spend a few hours BSing with the guys, hanging out, and then race, and then be done and go home. 
um, and not have your, you know, couple motos here, then wait for five hours and couple motos there. Yeah. And then, so it's, it's, it's a good recognition to see that, uh, the, the dealers are, are, are looking into the, to the off-road racing world and seeing what these guys are doing as far as on the pro level. And then, and then they look at the aerial shots of GNCC races and are like, oh my gosh, look at all the racers here. There's more people at this event than, than an MX race yeah. sometimes um, all day. Well, a lot of times you'll notice that you have more riders at a GNCC than you do the fans because, you know, it, it, <clears throat> besides the motocross part, usually in the motocross you have a little bit more mm -hmm. spectators than mm -hmm. you would do, than you would have as, you know, as the GNCC side. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of people that go out there and rock, watch the GNCC races, but most of the time when you're there, you're bringing – some you know your your sister your brother or your mom your dad your grandparents and but you're there to race you and, know what I'm saying? And, and what's cool about the gncc world as far as it being a family sport and um everybody has their one race that they race and then the rest of the weekend they're off right yeah. so they're all there most of the time the rest of the weekend to watch the other races um so so you have whether it be what like whether it be two thousand yeah. two thousand dirt bike guys that are watching the quad guys on on Saturday, yeah. and um, I don't know Iron Man. There's a lot of people <laughs> on that on like Iron Man Hill that I feel like just come out to watch. <laughs> so there, there's a lot of fans come out, but then you also mix in the fact that that you have a lot of racers that are able to also be spectators okay. for other races. Mm -hmm. So you get such huge crowds, yeah. <clears throat> and like we talk about. Um, it's cool. That's cool for for a uh, for a racer yeah. to be coming through the woods and there'd be thirty people there cheering for you and nobody knows who you are. Yeah. I was going uh, this last year, racing up at High Point. Um, I was coming through the woods and I came through a group of people and they were they were hooping and hollering and drinking and doing whatever else. But uh, um, it was this tight section and <clears throat> um, as I'm coming through the woods, this guy is like an inch off an inch off the track and he just holds up his hand like this and out of just like instinct i didn't mean to i just reached up and give him a high five <laughs> as i'm going by <laughs> but i just thought that was kind of cool i didn't know that guy no, but <laughs> i mean what i tell you what i used when i used to do a lot of hair scrambles and i you know and i do if i see some people out in the deep woods and i'm and i'm out there and i'm just like oh man i need some energy i'll give them like a good old like a woohoo you yeah. know the next thing you know you get them all cheering like you get these guys to start going nuts for you so and if you don't try to go faster in front of people <laughs> then you're not trying exactly <laughs> i mean i'm trying to go fast regardless of where i'm at on the track but if i see people i'm like okay let's go i let's, mean like these guys are rooting us on let's get going <laughs> when i hate when i see people i'm like please don't be taking a picture of me right now <laughs> It's like I gotta pick up the pace first, and then you can take a picture, you know. Yeah, don't. Let the, yeah, <laughs> if you're if you're out there in the woods, don't surprise us. Like, be out there where we can see, see you it. well in advance, so we exactly. can. Exactly. Uh, uh, when I look up, up when I look up between like three or four trees, I want to give me some time to get get my uh, form good. And uh, <laughs> have you ever almost have you ever almost wrecked in front of a stranger? Yes. It's, yeah. It's, me too. Then you're like <laughs> you're picking up. Well, you know, I'm picking up my bike, and I'm like. Oh man, that guy's probably like, man, what a what a dork. <laughs> <laughs> the first race of this year, uh, up at Mason Town, <clears throat> muddy as can be, and I'm coming through this section, and it's in the woods, but it's a straightaway, but it's rocky, so it's fast but also technical, and uh, I started uh, doing a little side skipping the back, the rear end, so I was skipping from side to side. Ooh, and it got a little <laughs> sketchy towards the end. And there was a couple guys standing there. And uh, uh, right before I got it slowed down before the turn, um, I was able to keep it keep it upright. I got it slowed down, and I looked up at them, and their eyes were this big, <laughs> and my eyes were this big. I was like, "Woo, that was a close one, wasn't it, boys?" <laughs> so that's just the kind of like. Uh, community that you get with off-road racing and I th it's just it's growing so much and it keeps growing and keeps growing you keep seeing people switching over from motocross to off-road to gp races and mm -hmm. like you you know when's the last time you've raced an actual motocross race if you want to call it a motocross it was super cross at fast tracks but that's really the only moto but, race. They, but the thing is is you're there at fast tracks for, for more GPs. than just that. Yes. Yeah. Like you wouldn't, would you have went just for that? Maybe, but. but 
probably for my son <laughs> more than me. Um, but actually, that's kind of raw why we went that night anyways, because mm-hmm. he wanted to run the gates. He wanted to do yeah, a gate drop. Right. So, um, so then, of course, my bike's there, and he's there, and we're all there. So why not me race? Yeah. But honestly, other than that, I didn't, I haven't, I didn't race any moto this year. I we just went and practiced a lot. Just yeah, you've done a lot of moto practice this yeah. year. But as far as, like, races, you know, you haven't done much of that. A lot of your racing has been GP, which is – which is cross country, country, just just a little bit different format. Um, so it's awesome to see just the recognition. Long story short, back to the to the uh, to the uh, uh, manufacturers. It's it's cool to see them um, adapt, adapt, yes. adapt, and see that 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 there's more than just moto because you know moto is so serious a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. Where a, a lot of the times GPS and off and off road racing, while still serious. Um, a little bit more relaxed and fun and a lot of more uh, and it's picking up the steam for a lot of people. Well, I think a lot of guys when they think of motocross or thinking man mm-hmm. big jumps, get hurt, you know, stuff like that, mm-hmm. it's going to get me hurt. And then a lot of people were like, "Oh, you know, well, I try to ride on the weekends anyways. Well, why not go try?" Yeah, exactly. You and know. <clears throat> you know, you'll be at a GNCC or a uh, local hair scramble and you'll see um, on the ATV side, you'll see a guy come out that has like a luggage rack on the back of his bike that has uh, like the, you know, the cushion for a second person, person yeah. and has like a water bottle in the, in the cup holder. And he'll be lined up in, in the, uh, in the vet C class. <laughs> and it's like, you'll never see that on a motocross no, no, track. No. So like you get to see that kind of stuff. And it's cool. Cause it's like, it was funny. The last one of the last races that we were at this year, I told Brittany, I said, I said, look, you see that guy over there? And he had his FRs on from working in the oil field, <laughs> had, uh, had his uh, camo luggage uh, backpack yeah. right there. I'm sure he had, like, hunting equipment in the back and everything. <laughs> and he was lined up back there and had, uh, um, had yellow-tinted uh, uh, safety glasses on as his goggles. <laughs> and I said, I bet, you, I bet you I ended up seeing him uh, um, in a half a lap. In, or, or uh, a lap and a half into the race, and sure enough, he was he was like, uh, I saw Ricky uh, pointing him the way out. He's like, oh, I got to get out of here. <laughs> but but the fact of the matter is, you see a lot of guys finish races on those bikes, oh, and yeah. um, so it, it's a sport for everybody. It's cool to see everybody being able to be inclusive in that, and um, I can't believe how much of a spectator sport it actually is because people like watching that, even though you can't watch the whole race. race yeah. People enjoy getting out and going and finding a, a gnarly section and I watching think, it. I think people would just like drinking beer and standing on top of hill climbs and watch people trash your stuff. I mean, I, or help them. <laughs> I mean, a lot of some guys will help. Some guys will. Help. Some guys will help. I think a lot of people are just like, man, we watch this guy crash. <laughs> yeah, uh, I enjoy I enjoy seeing the the fans out there uh, oh, yeah, during the race. Good. So it's it's pretty awesome. Um, but but back to the back to the factory you know side uh, real quick um you know it's really cool to see you know they used to make trail bikes but they used to make like the wrs you know your street and trail bikes so now you see like honda's got you know their their xr their x edition cali just came out with their new woods edition um husky's got theirs ktm has theirs so and the only one that and Yamaha, they have their two-stroke and their four-stroke edition, too, as well. So the only one that hasn't done it yet is Suzuki, and then I don't think Suzuki's going to go. If they don't change something soon, they're going to get deleted from the off-road, off-road world altogether. So, And the motocross world. Yeah, yeah off-road, motocross, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's all going crazy. Um, yeah, that's uh, – Suzuki is a whole – we could talk about Suzuki for for – a whole podcast if we wanted to what move. are you thinking <laughs> that'd be a sound drop right, right there yeah, what are you thinking, thinking? <laughs> um <clears throat> so let's get into a topic that we were talking about earlier uh, a little fun topic two strokes versus four strokes what's your i have some unpopular opinions probably i guess <laughs> but um man as far as like you, you ever hear ronnie mack <laughs> i love ronnie mack <laughs> so just think of him when you're talking about this because <clears throat> no, no no i'm not saying i don't <laughs> like two strokes i'm not saying i don't like two strokes i'm just saying that i personally think and this is my personal preference it's not i'm not saying this is fact I like the sounds of four strokes better than the sounds of two strokes okay. i just i think it sounds more meaty yeah. i think it sounds more fun <laughs> powerful okay. now now i'm not saying i don't like the sounds of two strokes yeah. do not quote me as saying that i <laughs> do like the sounds. everybody of two out there you're gonna get tore up now i'm telling you especially on the bike side of the world anyways 
So just for <laughs> just for the fact, we're gonna throw this out there. Have you ever wrote a two stroke before? No. Exactly. See, see no, that's, I, that's and I'm not, and I'm be. not. I am just purely basing this off of hey, my ears. Tr- trust me. Listen, I grew up on four strokes. Okay, I mean, I grew up, you know, riding utility four wheelers to some other stuff, and then, you know, my era, the two stroke two fifty R world and stuff like that. They were, you know, the Cotties and the DLTR two fifties Suzukis, you know. All those things were going away. The the new, you know, the 450R right. and the Yamaha, you know, they all came out when we started racing. So we right. are all... We, yeah, we're it's what we know. Yeah, exactly. So so let me just also say this. <laughs> when I see videos and I see uh, Adam McGill ripping around that 250R, yeah. I love it. I'm not going to say I don't <laughs> like it. I'm saying it's awesome. But if I had to choose one, I would... I would choose hearing mcgill coming through the woods just shaking the trees with that with that loud beautiful 450r sound <laughs> than than the two but i would still like to have the 250 i'm not saying i don't like so, it. i'm just saying i like the other one better so so you're telling me you would like to go to millville and listen <laughs> to a four stroke come up the big hill rather than a two stroke so if like this is say if Bam Bam. I said it has so, its place. No, no, no. Okay, so now you're, you're you're taking it out of context here. If I could hear Bam Bam on a two-stroke, I would love it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I like the bog. Like I like that deep bellow. Yeah. It's just it, it appeals to my ears a little bit more than the two fifty than the uh, um I'm, I'm sorry the two-stroke. As a rider, as a rider preference, motocross four-stroke for sure. Mm-hmm. Um. Now you you've recently had I've, some exactly some experience. I have, I have yeah. Listen, I broke my leg on a two fifty two stroke before. All right, <laughs> I remember that. Yes, okay. Um, and I swore I would never ride one again. I'm like, man, screw that thing. That thing is hit not that for power me. band, didn't you? Yeah, in the wrong spot. <laughs> but let's just say amateur, you know, four wheeler guy at the time, straight four wheeler guy, amateur series going on there. Anyways. Um, Definitely a four-stroke for motocross. If you're riding motocross, uh, four-stroke's the way to go. Woods, I would. I mean, four-stroke's great. Don't get me wrong. Just for the maintenance side of things, since you ride the you know the longer you know wear and tear on it, two-stroke I think it would be the um, is the way to go in the woods. Just because you know, as a four-stroke side. A lot of your money comes in your head work. You know, you got a lot of head valves, especially when Yamaha comes out with a five valve. You know, you're looking at a hundred bucks a pop for each valve, and then that's not counting the springs and everything else. And so then you're looking at like six hundred bucks for you know your head, and then you're looking at you know fifty or sixty dollars for a timing chain, and then a new timing chain tensioner. And then you still got to do your piston and your ring. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. as a money standpoint, no, completely agree. Two stroke is the way agree. to go. Um, but as a sound, I, lo- I love them both. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, I love them both. If you, if I can listen to someone rip a two stroke that really knows how to ride it, and it's tuned right, those things, those things sound great. I yeah. mean, they are just. You know, there's you know, you, you look back and you hear everybody like, bah, 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 you know, two stroke, you know, two stroke noise is where it all came from. But right, uh, but I, I I grew up around motor, you know, I grew up around the racing, you know, my whole life, and that, I I watched people race two strokes, never got a chance to do it um, until recently, and then um, grew up on the four strokes uh, riding thing. So I mean, I prefer a four stroke, but two stroke is is the way to go, especially if you're running woods. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody wants to get on and argue with us, you're more than welcome to. Mixing gas and hauling it. <laughs> <coughs> you I didn't s- say it. I didn't say it. <laughs> We're trying to keep it PG a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I hear you. I hear you. So, um, yeah, it's just our opinion on that. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to somebody real quick. I want to give a shout-out to Josh Wader. Um, he posted us. He tagged us in uh, a post that he just had um, this past weekend. Uh, he went and raced the uh, New East Coast, uh, I believe it was their final uh, buddy race this oh, weekend. Oh, we supposed to go do one of those. What the heck? I know. I know. <sighs> hey, man. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate the uh, support. Hit um, us up. We'll get you on. Yeah. Heck with it, you know. Yeah, man. Um, 
So it looks like he had fun that weekend or this weekend racing that race. That's actually the race that uh, Craig Castor and I did last year. And that was a fun track. I believe it's at the same place. Uh, that was a fun track and a fun, uh, a fun race for sure um, <clears throat> last year. And it was around this same time. So uh, uh, I could definitely vouch for a good old buddy race. A buddy race is where it's at. Listen, if anyone has any um, Yamaha little uh, rims, Mm, preferably nine inch <laughs> okay so i like to have a little bit of b-lock four plus one rims H hit me up if you got some used ones i'm looking for some for my for my for my mx quad like to try to transfer it over in case i want to go out and play in the woods you in know case you in know. case he does want to go out and play in the woods fellas I, I he's want, wanting to get out there I, and i need and to push this guy i'm trying to get him to run a class or Shoot. something you know I, I gotta i gotta give him something to push for you know Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> so if anybody has anything for sale hit me up on facebook or instagram or something and uh at this point in time you have a better chance of pushing me with your dirt bike <laughs> <laughs> hey now you don't know that you don't know that no i'd love to see you back on a quad honestly get no, you back to listen, your roots I can't, and I can't go completely quad because I, no, I I enjoy I enjoy the dirt bike I really do. Um, it's so much easier on me. Like I know what you're you saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It just I know. Trust me, it's not easy when you wreck because like I swear on the four wheeler I would wreck. It wouldn't hurt so as bad. Here's the way I've heard it <laughs> described, <laughs> and and I feel like I've experienced this a couple of times actually myself because I've wrecked both. Um, whenever you wreck a four wheeler. A lot of the times, you know it's coming. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. You know when you're. You exactly. know it's coming. You have like, and it might only be like a second, but you have like what feels like three or four seconds in your mind, like oh shoot, it's coming. On a dirt bike, in my case, I feel like I've hit the ground and not really known <laughs> why. <laughs> point, point, point blank, right there, man. I, like I said, I was hauling. My nephew was behind me. I just passed him. Tomahawk this weekend. I'm on the gas. Next thing I know, I'm on the ground. I'm like, what? What just happened? How did I get? Th and that's when you have the GoPro. Of? Yes. Okay, uh, so we're gonna be getting this GoPro, <laughs> and we will. I'm, I'm gonna make sure Brandon um, um, sends it to me tonight, and I will not post this podcast until we have that video and have it up on Instagram. Unless, of course, you can't get it. But but if you can, we're going to have it up and have it on Instagram for you guys to see and, and enjoy. And I'll, I'll be enjoying it as well. <laughs> Laugh at me now, guys. Laugh at me. I don't have any, any good uh, uh, wrecking videos of me lately. It's been, it's been pretty smooth sailing. Um, I actually lost my GoPro camera the very first round of uh, the... Uh, uh, Mountain State Hair Scramble Series up in Masontown. So if anybody happened to find <laughs> a GoPro <laughs> camera at that track, let me know. I had a, uh, um, um, I don't know what you would call it, like right on the uh, nose of your of your helmet. helmet. I had one of those mounts, <clears throat> and I was coming through this section, and I hit this rock, and it hit, uh, I mean, straight case. Straight cased this rock. If you're the guy buying the bike later on, <laughs> I'm not telling the truth. <laughs> no, but it hit this rock. And when it did, my uh, my helmet hit the handlebars, and I just see my GoPro just floating in the air over my head. <laughs> and it was one of those, like, I bought this GoPro for, on eBay used for, like, 70 bucks, and I spent more than 70 bucks to go racing, so <laughs> I'm not going to stop my race to go try to find this GoPro. Exactly. Oh, yeah, big shout-out to you. You won the championship talking about that. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> B-class, uh, B21 championship this year. I tell you what, dude. This That's time to go to class Vet-A? I mean, A, I guess. It's an A-class. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, though. The guy that won the Vet-A class this year, he was uh, he was up there around the podium each and every race. Yeah, so now, if you got goals, got goals. Now, so. he's he should be moving up. <laughs> oh, <he> what, bro? <laughs> I think he is actually. I okay. think that he's moving up to pro. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> You're hoping. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> doubt, no doubt. But uh, he, uh, I think next year we're going to go for more of a uh, broader, uh, broaden out the horizons a little bit, and not go for a championship. Uh, it was a little. It was fun this year, um, but I want to get some more. I want to come over and, and and ride with you over at uh, over at Fast Tracks a little bit this year, and. Um, uh, just kind of have fun with that, not be. Um, yeah, it's 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 fun to do that. Um, maybe do a couple more GNCCs this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, heck, you should have just ran it this year. And just oh, said, dude, I was telling I was telling that to to Lancaster a couple w weeks ago when I was up to his house getting some I parts. Mean, like, what do we have? Like five GNCCs right I here in could, West Virginia. <laughs> dude, it makes me. 
I mean, this was like 2020 a local- was was the year. If you live in northern West Virginia, 2020 was the year to run the GNCC, GNCC series yeah. because I fi- I think that you could have ran enough points races because I'm pretty sure that they had a couple drop rounds, so you only needed I think eight or nine. I'm not sure, but I think you. Anyways, um, you. You could have ran the the GNCC series out of North Central West Virginia, and only had to travel probably like two hours to your longest <laughs> race because they were all right here. Yeah. There was probably six or seven uh, races I, right here. Probably Ironman would have probably been your longest drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You just wouldn't have went to the to the South races, the Florida yeah. and the and the South Carolina races. No but need. No need no to. Need. <laughs> no need to. They're all right here. Yeah. So let's. Yeah, if 2021's like that, let's go. Let's go. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, if if there's if there's four <laughs> races within three counties of us, let's freaking rock. <laughs> um, all right, so we'll, we'll we'll go over and touch on the motocross side. Um, some sad news coming from once again from the motocross side. Uh, JGR had to shut their doors like the Geico Honda. Yes, they did. Um. I uh, I didn't know that actually. Really? Yeah. Man, I, you're slacking, dude. I tell you what, though. This, Call yourself self a journalist? What the hell? I never <laughs> said we were journalists. No, that is <laughs> that is asinine. No. <laughs> um, honestly, this so, past so, the past couple of weeks, I've been in touch unplugged. I've been more plugged into the deer woods geez, than anything else. I'll tell you. So, so pretty put, much what happened. Putting what, food on the table, man. Putting food on the table. <laughs> yeah. Hey, my, I tell you my what, wife hates deer meat. Back to, pol- <laughs> back, back to political issues there. I mean, we might have to all start hunting in about you know a couple of weeks. So yeah. Who knows? We yeah, won't we'll, go on that. We'll, we won't go there. But anyways, um, so yeah, JGR <laughs> um, unfortunately uh, had to shut their doors. Um, they, I think they were hoping for Suzuki once again. Well, I know that sucky. they were. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> ridiculous. And then they had a hard time finding a title sponsor. Well, um, the, they were doing that. Casi- they were going to get a casino at one point, right? Yeah, they were. They mm-hmm. were going to do some things, but it all came down to Suzuki not coming up and and signing it, signing with them. So unfortunately, um, Joe Gibbs Racing on the motocross side is no more. Um, sad to see. Um, I hope Alex Martin, Joe Savacci, um, Freddie Norman, Freddie Norm, yeah, um, those guys. I hope they all find rides. Uh, Especially Alex Martin. Alex Martin. I really would just like to see him just go straight to a 450. Yeah. He's been in a 250. Well, world maybe enough. this maybe this is the uh, the year that's going to do that for him and the time that's going to do that for him. Uh, if he doesn't have any other options on the table, because you know 250s as well as you know uh, Jeremy. That's you know Jeremy has that that situation with the with the crash and and the scary injury that he had. But um, Alex. If he goes to a 450, I think it's because um, he's exhausted all efforts in the 250. He doesn't really have that option anymore. So it's kind of like a maybe Martin Davalos situation where where he needs to have he just a needs to go for it. He just needs to go for it um, because you know I feel like if he didn't go for it, it'd be one of those things that you regret the rest yeah. of your life. It's a young man sport. I mean, think about it. I mean, when you're in your 30s, you're like people are like, "Oh, you're still riding." <laughs> How, if he went to the, if he went, yeah, I get that all the time from my dad. <laughs> if he, uh, if he went to the 450s, <laughs> if he went to the 450s, what do you think? What? How do you think he would do in the 450s? Now, I was just saying this, and I was we were on the way back from Tomahawk. I was telling Dan and Jonathan, I said, listen, if I was KTM or Husky, I would say, hey, Troll Train, I'm going to get put you on a 350. Uh-huh. I will give him a 350. Can you do that? Yes. It's, um, on, on, uh, yes, well, you can do it. It is, it is, it makes the open class for 450. It, it is allowed. And, um, we were just talking about this, um, Oh, when man. Jeremy when Jeremy ran Daytona 450. Okay, Honda. just making sure. Yes, he was on a Honda 450, which he did really well on. <laughs> yes, second okay. place, right? Very. Yes, he almost won the, the daggone thing. I know. But uh, do you think he would still be on a 250 if he'd have won that race? Well, his injuries what cost him the 450. Ride. That's true. That's true. Or go, go ahead with your story. <laughs> okay. I, my, my mind's my mind's uh, uh, going left and right when you're trying to go straight here. <laughs> um, Kyle Rowley in the MXGPs, mm-hmm. he won six. GP titles on a 350. KTM, That's awesome. Six of them. Yeah. 
and then he eventually switched to the 450. I'm not really sure why you would do that, but why not? You got a 350 out there. Throw somebody on it. Say, yeah. hey guys, I'm going to 350. And he meets he meets that rider profile, smaller guy, not yeah. as big. The only the only problem with that is 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 on the gate. Do you think he gets starts with it on the gate? I mean, I, mean, I know he's light. He's 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 I mean, as light as my 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 iPhone. <laughs> yeah. He's a little guy. Yeah, so. he's a little guy. I mean, think about it. When they do the nations, um, MXM nations, two fifties and four fifties are on the same gate. Sometimes two fifties pull the whole shots. Yeah, I think Ryan Villapoto did it on the two fifty. If I'm not mistaken, yes, he did. See. Yes, there he did. you go. Two fifty versus. Yeah, 450. you're right. You're right. So that's I would like my, to see. That's just my you know, Alex Martin. I'm a huge fan of him. Uh, I'm a huge fan of the Martin brothers in general. I think those guys are. Their first class and where they came from. Their first class where they came from and they're hard workers. Yes. Uh, so they they put the work in and you see it and uh, I'm a fan of the Troll Train vlogs. Yeah. I think the guys that do the vlogs out of all the guys like he's my favorite vlog because mm-hmm. uh, I feel like he keeps it real. And um, you you see, you got to see behind the JGR um, uh, truck doors and see what what you know uh, what these guys really go through and what it looks like to to be a pro rider at that level and um, how serious uh, Alex takes it. Um, you know, because like a lot of you know, if you just solely watch the races and you watch the finishes and you say, oh, you know, Alex is back there finishing fifth or sixth. He's not as serious as other guys. But, man, I tell you what, that dude has nothing but heart. And he's built like a crap <laughs> poop house. <laughs> and he's riding sucky, so Suzuki, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, honestly, you, yeah, you see. You're riding the heaviest bike out there. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you never know what he's going to do this year, but that's going to be something to be talking about uh, in the upcoming episodes and uh, go over that. We're um, – we're starting to run out of time here a little bit. I gotta get to, I gotta get to a uh, a business appointment. <laughs> business, baby, business. So, um, with that, I guess that's the last topic that we're gonna talk about today, guys. Uh, thank you for listening to the Splitline Off Road Podcast. As always, make sure you're following us on the uh, Splitline Off Road Instagram page, um, keeping up to date with us. Uh, like um, our buddy did uh, tag us and anything that you guys have going on. We'll comment. We'll uh, shout out to you on the podcast and uh, keep it real guys. Um, if you're building your bike in the wintertime, enjoy. If you're still out able to ride, enjoy that as well. And if you're in the deer stand, get you some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys. Um, it could be a good, good weekend weather wise. So get out there and ride. If you haven't tore your bike apart already and uh, ride safe and have a great, thanksgiving i forgot to load a song for the exit oh, do you want to sing brandon you got any songs oh, to sing oh man I don't about know. stairway to heaven stairway to heaven <laughs> you're kidding me here i'll tell you all right guys we're out of here no song this week guys we'll we'll get back on it next week hey if anybody has a song they want us to exit to send it our way we'll play it next week <laughs> Later, for guys. split ride off-road we are out <laughs>